So, like, who is the ultimate unaccompanied waifu in Dragon Ball? I knew where to continue. I can continue this bit. Because what do I was we thinking, mean by unaccompanied waifu? Like, not just waifu married. without a husband? Yeah, waifu without a husband. Uh, hmm. Launch. Next question. Honestly, launch. launch. We're talking just, like, longevity in the series, appearance, everything. I put launch top tier. But up there, Kefla, who's a fusion... So I don't know if that disqualifies her. <laughs> oh, you know, I'm looking at pictures. I'm like, I just like Kefla. I have only my my wife can only be a fusion. Please understand. <laughs> For like what, like an hour at a time, or however long it lasts? No, they got the fucking earrings. They can do it forever. Yeah, so it's an hour. Oh, it's an hour if you have earrings. That's the oh. that's the continuity as established by Dragon Ball Super is that if neither of the participants of the fusion are a supreme kai it only lasts an hour oh okay it's i'd call it a retcon and it is but it's a <laughs> retcon that explains a plot hole in the boo arc so i am like yeah i sure, don't know whatever yeah. <laughs> yeah but now they can break out vegeta whenever they want to so uh so far that's only been one more additional time <laughs> i do like that thomas is going you know I really, really don't like Kel and Kalafla by themselves, but together, that's all right. <laughs> no, they're fine by themselves. But you Kefla, sure? You sure Kale's fine by herself? Kale's like okay. Kalifla is a higher tier waifu than Kale. If we're dis, everything almost them. everything is higher tier than Kale. Kale's bad. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say everything. Okay. <laughs> Anyway, Chase, we we'll keep that power. <laughs> no, no, we don't need to get into. Uh, this is between me and God and Hinge. <laughs> what? <laughs> the people I match with, my preferences towards whom I would match with, Zach. That's the joke. Kale isn't Kale like just a little baby, like a little. Isn't Kale just a baby lesbian? Isn't that the whole character of Kale? A little bit. Okay, just want to make sure. And mostly just is very reticent and then suddenly explodes. Yeah, and becomes roly. Yeah, and becomes literally is the <laughs> my editors told me I should add Broly to this and I didn't want to character. <laughs> powerful, powerful stuff. And so once again, Toriyama does it better out of spite. Yeah, and then does it better again when he still just introduces Broly as canon. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, let later. me stunt on them real quick. Yeah. Uh, but that's not... Although we are this week... I guess this dates this episode in a weird way, but we are this week seeing the new Dragon Ball Super movie, and yeah. that'll be fun. Gonna check it out Saturday. Ooh. Yeah, Dragon Ball Super Superhero. Bad name. Terrible title. Terrible. Just terrible, terrible It is, a, terrible it is an objectively bad title, and this is not at all an original take by us. <laughs> <laughs> See, when I'm... But, I'm thinking Apparently of waifus. the early reviews Sorry, I'm are cutting coming us back in. to a nightmare yeah. zone. Yeah, it's good. It's a good movie. It's made, yeah, whatever. Um, I'm surprised more people <laughs> are into like the love heroes from universe whatever the fuck. Like Ribrian. Yeah, um, sure. Whatever you're gonna say. I, I always forget know. the other two's names because Ribrian is the one that gets to do the most, and Ribrian seems like super fun. I would put Ribrian in like the A or S tier waifus. 
um, she Didn't will that fight kill go you. on like forever though. What? Didn't that fight go on forever, and that's why people kind of hated it? I th- Ribrian just like sticks in the tournament longer than you think she's going to by like a country mile, and I'm just oh. like impressed because she's like the last rep for Universe Three throughout like most of it, but in the anime she hangs in there for like almost the entire arc. It is Ribrian getting wrung out that signifies us going into the final part of the tournament. <laughs> this is the end. <laughs> No, basically, yeah. <laughs> or is it? Ah, oh, no. There might be somebody. Oh, it's either Ribrian or um, somebody else that looks like Hachiok, who is a low-key non-canon Dragon Ball character from a video game that only got released in Japan, really, and some arcades. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, and I guess Raging Blast. They brought Hachiok back around. Do you think they brought the gods of destruction and they're like their buds just so someone's like I can like get like oh there's some like prime waifu material in here or something or another or just some I, just fucking like you know some just something for the boys something for the girls what having so, gods so, of destruction or or just, just like or, weird just just getting some like just starting on a whole bunch of new shit just be like there's a drought. For the horny people out there of unaccompanied, well, I mean, one of them's a one of them's a clown, right? That's yeah. uh, that's for someone. That, <laughs> that is true. There yeah, is like a fox a man. Of... There is just an Egyptian lady. Like, yeah, there, one of them is. <laughs> that's a uh, There's a robot. Alice. Like everybody gets a little <laughs> <laughs> something. The robot the DVR is one can of go my wild. Absolute favorites because all the gods of destruction and angels are like alcohol theme names. And the robot has the best one because the robot is named Moscow. But then right before he's erased, it's revealed that there's a guy piloting the robot that's a god of destruction and his name is Mule. And that's funny as shit to me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's beautiful. Yes, I I loved that so much. I was like, I should not love this as much as I do but it's so good to me <laughs> especially like I sit here and I think about a Moscow mules in a copper cup like I'm like was that the pun the- are there two layers deep on this one <laughs> they're just getting their possibly get off their own supply yeah it really felt like it and I was like I feel like they literally just designed this character for that punchline and I respect it <laughs> which uh, universe was he that was Universe 2, maybe? Do they stick Universe around for a one while? Or two. One of those universes has, like, they're completely themed around, like, robot slash, like, metal life, essentially. Okay. Um, they get they wrung, stick did they get wrung well. out early? No. Uh, well, the Gods of Destruction oh, okay. aren't fighting, but their universe sticks around for a while. I okay, because like, if they got dumpstered early, then that guy definitely existed only for that bit. Oh yeah, no, they stick around for a while, but the thing is they don't reveal the punchline of this bit until they're literally getting erased, which is when their last (laughs) fighter gets knocked out. So it's like, (laughs) they sat on that punchline through most of that arc. (laughs) Which I think makes it even more obvious that he was designed for that bit, and because they (laughs) held out forever. It's like how there's that whole episode of It's Always Sunny that's literally just building up to Frank saying, but poop is funny. That is true. <laughs> poop is very funny. 
Yeah, Who Pooped the Bed is one of the best episodes of It's Always Sunny <laughs> and I Will Die on This Hill. I don't think anyone's going to stop you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, we're not here. We're not an It's Always Sunny podcast yet. You can all, you can go listen to the Always Sunny people talk about their own show if you want that. Yeah, it's true. We can't really do a better version of that podcast than the... Probably not. I should listen get to that to podcast. Dennis, get into Dennis's esoteric parking habits. <laughs> oh, God, yes. But anyway, Zach, lead us in. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 11 of World's Strongest Podcast, Kai. I'm your host, Zach, and he's my co-host, Chase. That's me. And Thomas. Howdy-ho. And today we're talking about episodes 31, 32, and 33 of DBZ Kai. Which, yeah, summary up top. Episode 31, Goku arrives at last. Take down the Ginyu Force. Which I feel like is the first time that the title felt like it was directly giving Goku an order. Um, but I ain't been writing these down, maybe. Yeah. Uh, Goku arrives, he heals up the gang... And then with his using the last of his the first time the titles have given an order, like given Goku an order. Okay, yeah, maybe. Yeah, they gave Uh, an order. Last episode they gave an order, but it was to Vegeta. Yeah, never mind then. (laughs) It was come out and play Vegeta. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Goku arrives, healing up Krillin, Gohan, and Vegeta with his last three Sensu before one-shotting Raccoon. Birder and Jace decide to tag team Goku, and we see how strong Goku has become, taking down Birder with ease. Vegeta believes Goku may have become the legendary Super Saiyan. <sighs> Episode 32. The star player appears. Ginyu versus Goku. Uh, Goku reconvenes with Vegeta, G- Gohan, and Krillin as Jace goes to get Ginyu. The gang realizes Frieza has failed to activate the Dragon Balls, so they can still get their wish. But when Jace returns with Ginyu, Vegeta double-crosses the gang to grab the Dragon Balls for himself, leaving Goku to face the two Ginyus alone. And then Who episode could have seen th- that coming? Yeah, literally everyone. Episode 33, full power, Goku. Captain Ginyu's desperate attack. Uh, Goku and Ginyu continue their fight, though it's obvious Goku is stronger than Ginyu. Frieza gets to Guru, and Nail diverts him with a fight to buy time for the Z Fighters to get their wish. Ginyu breaks out his secret move, Body Swap. And that's where that episode ends. We don't know it's Body Swap until it happens, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, we see, like, the beam going from Ginyu's mouth into Goku, and we see their their ghost switching around. So this could be anything. Could Mm. be anything. It could be anything. I think he does say change now. So it does imply that there's a change. <laughs> it is implied there's, there's a change, change when he that says that their spirits now. is out of their body and they're mm. fighting in the other world now. Obviously. Obviously. But episode 31, I wanted to note up top, there's no recap that starts this episode. This episode starts it's with cold Goku, open. like a short scene with <laughs> Goku. Yeah, it is a cold open. Like it's not like a necessary scene, but it's just Goku on Namek feels out the power levels of everyone real quick, realizes everyone's in trouble and goes to save They show how they introduce Goku like a fucking villain in this moment. (laughs) It's so good. His, like, eyes are shadowed (laughs) out. He's got, like, a Mm -hmm. frown on, and it's like, oh, shit. There's, like, really no music playing. (laughs) Yeah, Goku looks mean. And there's a full picture of Goku and just this normal-ass Goku. But for a second, it is, like, an extremely Fist of the North Star-ass villain has appeared um, <laughs> moment. 
and he's just like, series, I gotta go, just hope everyone's alive, and it plays some shitty music, because it's all it ever plays in the show. Um, I'm sorry, I'm not a big Ta- fan of the music. I've been liking it more the, these the last The Ginyu's couple. little jazz, jazz I like, yeah, is amazing. But like, I just, um, it, it's, it feels generic, is like the problem. I think it's fine, but it like, feels like, yeah, I, if I had to like, crack something out in ten minutes, I'd do that too. Um... Mm. Like it's extremely like a flute is playing for Goku and it's like doo 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 like Goku's coming to town. Um he's gonna save the day. Perfect. And it's like Perfect all right, cool, whatever. Uh because I have to compare everything to the the fucking electronic score of the uh American original Dragon Ball Z shit and the, the Faulkner score. The Bruce Faulkner score. And that yeah. shit is weird. And I'm like, I respect <laughs> the weirdness more than I respect like the it's a traditional hero song coming on for the traditional hero Goku. Um, mm. you're like, got it, cool. And then that person eats a sandwich and goes, oh, traditional villain coming in? Let me play my traditional villain music. And you're like, well, you're not really good doing anything here. No, no. I've been enjoying it more these last couple episodes. And they have it's a fucking, they, they do a cold open and they have a fucking audacity to do an intro right afterwards. That shit is not okay. <laughs> well, you gotta get the title. No. No. Yeah, you have to listen to the fucking intro music. Ugh, you're you right. Bad. <laughs> <laughs> Like they should have just had Goku flying, and it should have just done the end, the title. Been sick. Oh yes, that is true. Yeah, I'm just mm. saying. Every once in a while, I want anime. But there's a so once in a while, rhythm to these things. Look at Chase. You can't yeah. just break the rhythm. It's, it rhymes. I mean, you should God. watch a lot more modern anime then, because a lot more modern anime will just do that. I've been watching modern anime. They haven't been. Have you watched Attack on Titan or Jujutsu Kaisen? I didn't watch Attack on Titan. I got bored. And look, Chase, we got 22 minutes of animation. Part of that's budgeted for the credits. Part of that's budgeted for the intro. You cut the intro, you gotta draw more shit, Chase. Yeah, you know what? I want them to draw less good-looking stuff and have a better plot, and I'm not even kidding. Um, (laughs) Do you not like the plot of Dragon Ball Z Kai? Uh, no, I'd like them to just cut out the intros and have... Actually, cut out the intro, give me about two, le- like a minute and a half less of a show, I'll be happy. I'll be fine. <laughs> well, I'll anyway. Live. Here we go. <laughs> Goku here spins around fucking raccoon like a little top, and I'm like, well, all that seriousness yeah, is, is like, lost well, in an instant. point out, because I thought that... <laughs> Goku flies in, and I thought that this part that happens was like mostly a DBZA bit. But when Goku just picks up broken neck Gohan and just kind of shakes, <laughs> shakes him. him a little. <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah. Hey, hey, little guy. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, he's just like, hey, 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 Gohan. Hey. <laughs> he's like, no, not quite. No like good. That. His like, neck's broken. Shakes him some more. Yeah, he's just like, man, his neck's broken. <laughs> finally puts the Zetsu bean in his mouth. Which, I love that we get a little shot of just how fucked up by this Burner Jace and Rakub all are. They're all freaking out because he put his sense of being. <laughs> but is the redrawn Goku and Go, like Goku looking at Gohan just fucking weird to anyone else? Like, oh. it, it is weird. It looks like a different show. And they cut to it two times. <laughs> I could not handle it. Like, Rak- like Raccoon appears, like, that's a fucking Raccoon. That's a Raccoon from Dragon Ball Z. And it's Goku looking at Gohan. I'm like, this is a Looney Tunes cartoon going on here. <laughs> it's wild. The difference they have. It's so, like, there's there's no the weird, like, shadows on they, they just don't have the shadows right now. And then, like, the Jason Burner, I think, redrawn as well. It just is weird. Mm-hmm. 
Um, some of that, some of that redrawn stuff. Um, it's a little more noticeable. Some of it does look a little odd. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I th- I've noticed it a few times. This one was like the most where I was like really counting it in my head. Oh wow, yeah, the shadows aren't very good on that redraw. I just got to it. Yeah, yeah no. I do love everyone, like Goku looking at everyone. And, What's going on? It's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> just like very sternly, everyone's just like, I guess we'll let this happen. And then, yeah, since you've been popping out, everyone, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, and why then, were they uh, suddenly no longer basically dead? Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> And then just, yeah, Krillin be, trying to give the quickest version of everything that's happened, and Goku's just like, hold on, you don't have to tell me anything. Just palm to the forehead reads his <laughs> mind. <laughs> uh, do you remember what he says? He literally gives the exact description for a vibe check. He goes, I'm going to feel it out. And then sl- mm-hmm. palm slaps his head, palm slaps Krillin in the head, reads his mind he's like, i'm gonna feel it out yeah. i'm like he's vibe checking he's not even reading his mind he's literally no. just doing a vibe check <laughs> but he does like they show little flashes yeah. of like uh, things yeah. that have happened and my favorite one is there's just a shot of bulma eating just thrown yeah. in there <laughs> no i literally reason. just wrote bulma just eating <laughs> like in my notes like wow. there's so much stuff happening and bulma's like i'm really pissed eating a steak is the picture <laughs> Yeah. What else did she have to do for the month flight? That's most I do of the time. Love they every time they show off the Ginyu Force too, it is just Ginyu Force posing. There's no normal Ginyu Force pictures. So I've been finished Goku oh, yeah, being like, like, "What the fuck? All right, well, whatever." Like jumping, like jumping back a second when go and during the cold open, Goku's like feeling out everyone's power. He's like, "Oh, there's a big power like over there." And we get a, we get a glimpse of Frieza. Then he's like, "Then there's a bigger power over there." And we get a picture of Ginyu posing. Yes. And these are like real. And then he gets like another one of like Gohan and Krillin who are down for the count. So these are real time pictures of what's happening, which means Ginyu's just prancing around by himself over at Frieza's ship, passing the time as he was mm-hmm. wont to do. Yeah. <laughs> And it's the classic Goku moment of Sensu Bean for the the bad guy. <laughs> mm-hmm. well, well, yeah, but in this case, it's a little different because he's giving it to a guy who is fighting on his side at that moment. <laughs> Which we will find him instantly betraying. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but it is very much like, yeah, Goku heals him up and he's just like, all right, well, these are the guys y'all were fighting? And like, yeah, and he's like, I got it. <laughs> just it's up. pretty incredible. Yeah, which yeah, even Vegeta's like, why is he so fucking chill? <laughs> Yo, new, his, his new Goku unlocked, so cocky version. Yeah, even Goku just lays down the smack talk, but he's not like, he's not laying it down the way most smack talk has gone in this show. He just looks at them, he's like, all right, guys, you talking to the Ginyus. He's like talking to the Ginyus, he's like, guys, you can't beat me. Just, <laughs> just very blunt. Like he's just like, y'all can't beat me. Y'all can go home. Even Krillin is like, Goku doesn't shit talk like this. What's going on? <laughs> um, and that's when Vegeta, for the first but not last time, sits here and is like, has he become the legendary Super Saiyan? <laughs> um, which I always love pointing out in this moment where Vegeta's talking about the legendary Super Saiyan. It's depicted in silhouette, but basically mm-hmm. depicted like a, a gold Ozaru. Yeah. Like it's like yes. the great ape form, but golden, which is an idea that only GT has ever attempted to Would not explore. be expounded upon for about a decade. Yeah. Which is I, I just always find it odd that that's the original picture of the Super Saiyan that we get 
from Toriyama and then never doing anything with that idea. Technically, Toriyama never did anything with that idea. It was <laughs> Toei Animation did something with that idea. Yeah, he's he's been done with the Ozuru since the Saiyan saga. Yeah, he's just like, all right, that, which I guess he was just thinking, like, this is a Saiyan legend, and they think of the Ozuru as strong, so that would just make sense that that's, yeah, it's like, yeah, like think, Vegeta's yeah. mental Which, image. you know, makes sense, because if we got anything from Nappa and Vegeta's that going Ozuru's, like, an actual tactic they used, they're yeah, a little they, embarrassed they to pull it out, but it is a thing yeah. they do. So. And they fully control it, so they're probably like, oh, tapping into the Ozuru to become an even stronger power, like, mm -hmm. which is like, yeah. which is like what Super Saiyan kind of does. You tap into like some ultimate power to get stronger. Where if you want, if some, if, I get easy Toriyama like riding it, being like, yeah, it's like tapping into the Ozuru's power without having to become an Ozuru or a bigger target. Like you condense the power down, and then eventually he probably just changes that to like, oh, I'm just gonna give this a different kind of name for it. But like, I could totally <laughs> see him at the beginning be like, yeah, it's like condensing the power down, blah blah blah. Yeah, which no, will then eventually totally become the Broly that. position, which is what if you could just take the Ozuru into the man? Yeah, um, <laughs> but you can't take the man out of the, the Ozuru. Ozuru. That's the Broly position. <laughs> um, I mean, technically, that was Super Saiyan Four as well. Yeah, it's just like yeah. And I, I they they toy with the Super Saiyan idea for a lot, but I do like they're finally on it. I really like all of the Vegeta transition stuff here. Like in his mind, how he is like viewing the Super Saiyan. There's like so many little cross cuts of like there's Goku's face. Vegeta appears in front of his mouth talking. Vegeta staring off into like the blackness of space and like looking at the Ozuru. The Ozuru is him, but he's a smaller version inside of it. Like all the ways of visualizing, they show him viewing what a Super Saiyan is, how he feels mm. like, how it would. It's like really, really all well done. Like if you're mm -hmm. really a Super Saiyan, you would become a giant bigger man. Um, yeah. It would be like Ozuru's on. Like, Goku doesn't have that, so you can like, see him doubting it just a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, he's like, is this what a Super Saiyan really is versus his mental image of what a Super Saiyan yeah. is supposed to be? Yeah. And then, I do, and then I do like that he eventually throws the idea away because, wait a minute, he's not a bloodthirsty killer. He can't possibly be the right, Super yeah. Saiyan. Yeah, he's just like, how could you not be a murderer if you're the Super Saiyan? Which, again, is like, yeah, that's some of the poison still at the heart of Vegeta is like his view of what power dominance and like being on top is versus what Goku is and is on top. Mm -hmm. Here's where I'll bring up like two things I don't like. One of them is a sound effect. They use it a little bit in this one. I, I've never liked it. I just don't like it in these shows because I like a more ambient backtrack or a more like suspenseful one. When they turn around to see Goku has moved faster than anyone could detect and they go bram, bram, when Goku like appears. Don't like it. Cut that shit out. Never want it. <laughs> I know I'm like speaking to myself here. That's okay. And <laughs> the second thing is like I, as always, just get annoyed. And these are always things that annoys me in Dragon Ball. Is Goku saying back down? You can't win this fight. And then them going, I'm not backing down. And then Goku like dodges and then goes back down. You're not gonna win this fight. I'm not gonna back down. Happens back down. I'm not gonna back down. And I'm like, Goku, just punch him, just take him out. Like, we know what's happening, we know we're getting there. Like, after the first one, I'm like, let's just go. You know, like, Goku, you did give your warning, they didn't heed, you showed your power. If they don't back down now, like, it's not on you, you're okay. Punch him in the face already. Um, other uh -huh. than that, there are a lot of little great things. Like, I love when everyone, like, when Goku first dodges Raccoon and ends up behind Jace and Birder, who are like 50 yeah, yards yeah. away, Vegeta's the <laughs> only one who has kept up with the fight. Yeah. At all, yeah, which, like, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, which one I love. Yeah, 
I love how much it fucks up Vegeta trying to realize how much stronger Goku's become. But I also enjoy it as a subtle, like, nod to the level of power that Vegeta is also on. Because mm-hmm. he is the only one who can keep up. Which I, they kind of point this out later, but the idea that, like, Vegeta totally just got another Zenkai boost. Yeah, Goku, oh, yeah. Goku was, literally hit his yeah. head. Goku's like, you got beat up. You were current enough to fight again, right? <laughs> like, it's really strange yeah. that Goku says it. But I think so Goku's I just question. lived it. A yeah, few go, that's, times that's what I assume. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Does Goku's Goku realized every Zenkai time he's boosts? nearly. Yeah, Goku's just realized every time he's nearly died and bounced back, he's been stronger. <laughs> so he's just like, I think he just is starting to piece together. Either he thinks that happens to everyone, <laughs> or he's pieced together that this is a Saiyan thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which. Either's impressive. <laughs> one is a lot more concerning than the other, and I'm glad he hasn't tried to exercise that one. But I mean, Goku even mentions that he nearly killed himself in his training several times. Yeah, he yeah. boosts himself on accident. Yeah. <laughs> so I think he's just gotten, that's where he's gotten the idea now that almost dying is the key to strength. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, Vegeta being the only one to keep up with Goku, I think, is a subtle... I, I took it as also a subtle nod to the idea that Vegeta is the strongest yeah. of the people here. And has Yeah, I was about to stronger. say, do you think he's stronger than Jason Berger now? I, I don't think he could take Jason Berger on his own, but I think he could probably take on Berger or Jace. You know what I mean? Yeah, okay. Yeah, I that's think, what I'm thinking. Yeah, and I think if they all healed up the way they did now... Vegeta got his Zenkai boost, but Goku wasn't here. I think the three of them together could take down Raccoon at this point, mostly because of Vegeta, but Vegeta I don't think could do it alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think like Vegeta's way weaker. But we'll see. I mean, we, we don't really know. But yeah. this is the part where Raccoon gets punched in the stomach for trying to charge up a move, and then Goku just fucking <laughs> domes him. Which Sorry, I you left yourself him. wide open. Yeah, I couldn't not look at the abs on the back of Raccoon's neck. (laughs) (laughs) There is literally like a cross-shaped line on the back of Raccoon's neck. I'm like, why does Raccoon's neck have abs? He's a thick old slab of meat, that man. He's just that muscly. He's just like so much. I love it that I was like, Jesus. (laughs) Even his muscles have muscles. Yes, specifically his neck muscles. Yeah. I also have to point out that the move that Raccoon charges up that Goku interrupts and one-shots him over is called the Raccoon Ultra Fighting Miracle Attack, which is a beautiful name. <laughs> Simple and beautiful, like our big boy Raccoon. Yeah. But yeah, literally Goku just, like, yeah, vanish steps up in front of him and just, like, lightly, the reading his body language, like, lightly jabs him in the gut. Like, this is not effort for Goku. He's just like, sorry, you left yourself wide open. And then Raccoon falls to the ground, fucking, like, nearly dead. Yeah, knocked out. I do mm-hmm. want to point out, done. really quick, <laughs> Goku points, uh, Goku punches Raccoon in the gut. Raccoon falls over. We get the commercial throw right there. <laughs> and it's so fucking funny. Uh, and then we're back. And then, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and this is when, because they pointed out when the Ginyu's read Goku's power level, it only showed up as 5,000, which... Which, damn, is him, like, you know, not doing anything. Which is, a, yeah, which is crazy. Which is abnormal, which is, like, a pretty fucking weak. 
Like, we, yeah, I know we don't really haven't them. known it. Like everyone is stronger than Goku right now. I think even like Krillin and um, Gohan are Gohan. like upper than that. Yeah. And Vegeta is the only one who sees what really happened in this moment. Yeah. which it, Or at least the only one who says anything, which is that Goku has reached a level of control that essentially his power level is just shooting up at the exact moment he attacks. Yeah, this is like, I, and then, I love this idea because it just plays into what these people mm-hmm. do the best, which is they control their power and expend it when needed. It's like the thing that Earthlings do that really no one else can really do, apparently. Yeah. We keep finding out. So Goku's just, like, mm. not tapping into his powers, like, just laying down in him. He knows how much he has. He has, like, a control of it. And then he just goes, I'm going to punch. And right when his punch is going to land at that speed he's going, he just goes, okay, full force. And then just punches right then with all force, then pulls back. So no energy. Like, he only uses, like, a percentile. A tiny bit. Yeah, a percentile. Yeah. And then unleashes all of it. So, like, it just stays in control. It's a good little, like, mm. read of, like, how Goku and, like, the Earthlings have mastered their power to be able to boost it when they need to. Because they just keep mm-hmm. it in reserve. Like, they're like, yeah. we don't need to Which until, is- like, the moment. Yeah, which is ideas that we've been toying with for a while. Like, this is almost the evolution of when Popo and Kami were teaching Goku not to waste movement. Yeah. Like, yeah, now it's even more so, and you're taking that concept and applying it to your key. It's fucking crazy that they're going to continue this all the way till now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. As I say, Super (laughs) even plays with this idea in a big way. (laughs) Yeah, like, this is, like, one of the... This is like a Gokuism. Like Vegeta doesn't play in this field. He he becomes like a key controller. Like he gets a really mm-hmm. good definition of how he uses key. But Vegeta doesn't like he will waste key. That is the Vegeta way. Vegeta is loud and bold and flashy. But he's like very good yeah. at using it. Goku is like yeah. I don't use it to like until the moment is needed, and then I'll pop it. I might not use it the best. I might not control. I might not make the biggest beams. I might do all this stuff. But I am gonna like pop when I need to. I'll pop it off. Um, yeah, he pops off. Yeah. Now we'll see how this stays. He's, this is what's operating at like ninety nine percent. We will efficiency. see yeah. two and three arc if that truly changes. Maybe maybe we'll see a little back and forth here. But I don't know. Right now it's pretty cool. We'll see. And I think it's like almost like when he stumbles into a new level of power, he then it then becomes like, how do I wrangle this into something usable? Yeah. That is the whole cell uh, arc, right? It's like most yeah, of the cell <laughs> arc. Yeah. Um. And this ends but with yeah, the, the so, best part of uh, Jason Birder posing to fight Goku. Yes, which I <laughs> fucking love. They do their fucking pose. They're just like, ah, Raccoon just fucked up and Goku took advantage of it. That's the only way because they did not realize that Goku can spike his power. So, you know, yeah, the, the, same the scouter does not work that fast. Yeah. Uh, but they do also decide to take Goku on two to one, which to me denotes the idea that they're like, ah, yes, of course. They did, you know, he just fucked up. But like somewhere inside, I think they know. <laughs> they, like, oh, they know. Yeah, they're like, he might not have fucked up. <laughs> we got to both take on Goku. <laughs> I, that, I mean, I love it. I mean, Raccoon's not the best, but he's not Goldo. We should actually be careful. You are so incredible, though. These two Every poses time. are. They, I don't think they ever do them again, but they're like powerful where it's Jace doing like a disco move into the ground, stretch legs out. Also, Jace is like fucking massive calves, I've realized. <laughs> My oh, God, the man's defined. But yeah. And then Which like, you would think that Birder would be the one with the biggest calves. No, but he's, he's a fast massive one. waist. <laughs> now they fly, but though. But then Birder, I forget <laughs> everything Jace says, but I do remember Birder literally goes. The blue hurricane turns around, shows ass to Goku, and then starts windmilling forward with his arms and going, ah, 
murder. Yeah. And it's incredible. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Jace is the red magma, which I love the way he screams with all of his fucking might in this scene. He's just like, the red magma, Jace. <laughs> like the whoever voices Jace in this dub. Uh, is just giving it every ounce <laughs> they can, and I respect them so hard for it because it's perfect. <laughs> it's it's so good and it's so goofy. And then I just it love really Goku looking someone... and saying, "Well, what is it? It's, it is." So I guess you're not leaving. <laughs> yeah, literally. Yeah. yeah, they do all this. And Goku goes, "I guess you're not leaving." And Jay starts going into like, "Well, you best believe that now." It's... And then Goku Whack. just punches him in the fucking face mid-sentence. And, and like, I don't know why oh, at that fuck. point Goku doesn't keep going. Like That's the part where I'm like, I understand like for the bit laugh, I wish they just kind of went going at that point. You know, I'm like, Goku, you did give him the warning. <laughs> they did a whole fucking windmill entrance. They're not I, leaving. But it's so I good when he punches and he's just looking, yeah. puts the arm down and everyone's <laughs> like, what is happening? Sorry, but say, you guys yeah. really do leave yourselves wide open. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say I push back just because the the bit is so fucking funny that Goku's <laughs> so just like good. Well, I'm yeah. just you left yourself open. I I just I went for it. Y'all got fighting, right? And they go into the fight, but then like a second later, they'll be up in the air after like this one little fight scene, and he'll be like, I don't you know, it's not fight yet. And, like I, you guys can still leave. Like I wish it just like would progress, you know. But it mm-hmm. is fucking incredible that Goku then blocks both their attacks kicks out birders feet and then just as a kia and then just blows them away yeah <laughs> and it's it's, <laughs> it's sick it's so sick. pure air pressure it's hard to, i because the kia like which is the name they use or ki or something to that effect yeah. mm-hmm. is a move that gets used a lot in dragon ball and it's never been clear to me if it's supposed to be you're compressing air with key or like it's just the physical force of you moving yourself I feel like I it's the know. former, because later Probably. we have Jiren, and they straight up say, because at one point Jiren hit somebody with a gust of air, and they straight up are like, he punched so hard that the air pressure change with his fist is what just hit you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I'm like, when that does become that, it is great, but it is an awesome shot. It's it's, it's one of the best, because like he kicks them, like pushes Burger away, kick, or... I think pushes Jace away, kicks Birder, and mm-hmm. they're like standing for a still for a second, like, okay, we're gonna have to go back in for this attack. Like they just got pushed away. And then he just like arms arms like cross like he's like he's blocking, shoots him back out and blows them away. It's like just so cool. <laughs> um, it's yeah, like one of those things like... where you're like, that's just sick. It's just sick to look at. Oh, yeah. like, it just shows oh, yeah. a disparity in power so fast. I mean, they even goo it again or hit a similar note because, like, one of them throws an attack at Goku and Goku shouts it away. Yeah, that's when like, they do their fucking, yeah. like, red psych, whatever they fucking call it. Uh, the purple comet the purple crush? Comet yeah, crush. purple comet crush. <laughs> and Goku just shouts it away, which we then cut to Bulma <laughs> as, like, Goku was. And, like, my favorite little bit is just, like, I realized the bit they were building, which is just every time these big fights happen some residual shockwave of it fucks up whatever Bulma's doing. Yeah, it's incredible. <laughs> and I'm like, it is very funny. Um, Birder also doesn't bring up his speed as often as DBZA made me think he would. Yeah, it's like once or twice, <laughs> three times yeah. maybe, yeah. Yeah, which, yeah. yeah. Birder gets outsped by Goku in this fight, and it's just like... Yeah, it's Goku the does own his ass with it, though. 
Yeah, he's just like, how are you faster than me? He's like, I don't know, I just am, basically. I trained really hard. He goes, I trained into the really universe. Hard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I trained Yeah. I just no, I remember it because it literally there's a shot of Birder like standing away. He's like talking to Jace. So he's like, Where did he go? And then you just see Goku appear behind him and Goku mm-hmm. literally goes, Hey. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then it's... Birder's like, No, wait, I'm the fastest in the universe. And Goku's like, <laughs> maybe the second fastest. Yeah, literally, yes, Goku does say that. I forgot to write that down, but that's such a good line. Such a good Goku line. Yeah. <laughs> Goku's like we, haven't had sassy Go- we haven't had sassy Goku in a minute. Yeah, I did write, we finally got a Goku destroys someone's entire perception of reality bit again. <laughs> <laughs> Just, oh, it's great. And then even Goku makes, like, the two of them are on either side of Goku punching at the air, and then Goku makes them just fucking, like, hit each other. Always uh, a good time. Yeah. And then as soon as that's done, Goku fucking Nappa's burner is how I remember. Yeah, it. it's the it's the same pose. It's all the the only the biggest difference is that Goku is holding him from the gut, whereas he was holding up Nappa by his spine, yeah. from his shattered spine. Yeah, he, yeah. Said, he said yeah. he said breaks burner's back and then punches him in the stomach, mm. <laughs> or grabs yeah, him he just by the tosses. stomach. Yeah, and that's how this episode ends with Goku just tossing down the completely fucking unconscious Birder. Mm-hmm. And we do have a little, like, kind of Goku development th- scene in this, because he asks, because they're like, who the f- hell are you? And Goku responds that he's a Saiyan who was raised on Earth. Yeah. Where, like, in the Saiyan saga, he was, like, rejecting his his Saiyan heritage, like, completely. But now uh. he's had some time to, like, dwell on it some, and I guess he started to accept it some. Which is, yeah, a, it's which like- is an interesting bit. It is. Like, it's the idea that he's like, this is who a part of who I am. I can't just deny it. Mm-hmm. And he, uh, he kind of, I think he just kind of likes being a Saiyan. I think he's like, it is cool to be part of the strong boy race. <laughs> I do like being an alien. Yeah, it's kind of fun. <laughs> it's great being a buff boy. It's good being a buff boy. A naturally buff boy. <laughs> Genetically buff boy. Yeah. But then this, once again, goes in episode 32, which Goku gives another, like, ultimatum. More or less, he's like, look, Birder, Raccoon, they're both still alive. Jace, you can cut your losses, take them, and Look, get these off idiots the need a doctor. Leave already. Yeah. But it's like, you know, this is this leads to a disagreement between Vegeta and Goku. <laughs> in that Obviously, Vegeta's like, we should kill them. They will kill us if we let them recover. Whereas Goku's like, I came to prove the point that they won't get away with this and someone will beat them. I did, so I don't need to kill them. Point has been proven. Yeah, mm-hmm. or like, uh, we don't kill defenseless opponents. Like, they're now done. Why would I continue Yeah, he's fight? like, they're completely defenseless, so I'm not gonna kill them. There's, no, there's no fair fight anymore. I'm not like a, I'm not a killer. I'm, yeah. a, ba- I'm a warrior. Fight's over. Yeah. yeah. Which also to say that Goku avoided killing them, because like, Goku could mm-hmm. have just wasted yeah. these two if he wanted to. And we know that, like, Goku does not try to kill his opponents literally ever in the yeah. whole entire Dragon Ball mm-hmm. canon, unless it is literally someone unless who it's is a red ribbon redeemable. Lackey. And did he even kill the, the red, red ribbon, ribbon lackeys? He killed all the red ribbon lackeys, except for General Red, who was killed by Staff Officer Black. I don't remember. Now, that being said, he did murder the shit out of King Piccolo on purpose. Yeah, that's true. He yeah, but that's, like, an irredeemable, like, there was no other option really true in that moment and that was almost like a poison or like a 
like a weight Goku carried on him into the next arc and why he doesn't kill Piccolo Jr. Because it's like, I got the chance to do this again. I'm not mm-hmm. going to make what I see as a mistake and just kill him. I, I like that Vegeta's eyeball is bleeding the whole time he's talking to Goku too, which is just funny to me. <laughs> blood just leaking out of his eye as he's talking to Goku. He's like, you're making me, you're making me look like you're weak. And it's just eyes bleeding all over. And I'm like, all right, Vegeta, like, I know what you mean, but bro, you Hold look on, like the most back in guy quick. that ever existed. I mean, I was going to point out, I think it's the same eye that they fucked up in the Saiyan saga. <laughs> Again, and shocked he not- gets to keep both eyes. Yeah, this is not the last eye that that eye is going to get fucked up. that's good but it's like also yeah because there's like two things that always happen when vegeta gets fucked up that eye gets fucked up and he's just holding on to his left arm no matter what happened he's always (laughs) holding on to his left arm which i think he was doing that earlier before he got censored he was yeah which is the beginning of a trend (laughs) <laughs> uh, I do like as a very minor thing when Goku throws the sensu to Vegeta and Vegeta bites it, he like freaks the fuck out at how quickly he's healed. Yeah, Vegeta is fucked up by this, which makes <laughs> he's sense. He's like, cause... oh god, what's happening to me? Dear god, what? What? No, no. <laughs> he's like, what? What's going on? Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> oh, I he's... feel much better now. Yeah. God. It is like, I can't imagine how disconcerting it would be if, like, say you broke your arm. And you've been, you know, like right now, Mm -hmm. you broke your arm at the current age you are. You're used to the idea of how long it takes Mm -hmm. an injury to heal. But then someone comes along and is like, no, 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 eat this. You eat like something (laughs) like a sensu bean and your arm just snaps back into place and you're completely healed. I would become that old grandfather who's like, (laughs) I never told anyone about this and I'll never let anyone know about this because this is too powerful of a magic. Yeah, <laughs> um, I would like like store this away, and the old man would be like, "Don't ever give these beans to anyone. Never plant one of it. Never will, sir. Never will." Um, and then and I would, would, and I never would. I'd be like, "Fuck that! <laughs> that magic is too strong. I will never use it unless I get cancer." Um, like that kind of thing was like, "Only use it when you need to." And I'm like, "God, it's just for me." God, it's so good. I love, I love this. Mm-hmm. I love Vegeta like freaking out about it. I love Vegeta getting pissed off. I love that everyone thinks they know how to activate the Dragon Balls, and yet no one in this fucking no- knows so how to good. use it actually in reality. Yeah, everyone is using. Before we move to that, though, we should probably establish. Before we move move on to the Dragon Balls not working, we should probably establish that Vegeta definitely kills Raccoon and Burger. Oh yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. Vegeta just steps in and fucking murders both of them. Like slams his foot down on Burger's neck. And then just waste Raccoon with an energy blast. It I is like that afterwards, Goku's like, Vegeta, what the hell? As if Goku couldn't have stopped him if he really wanted to. It is a question of why Goku didn't do anything to stop it. You gotta save your power, man, for when it really matters. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. But yeah, uh, then, yeah, Jace runs off to go talk to, or to go get Captain Ginyu to come beat him up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm gonna get my dad. Yeah. Let me get the coach. He's not gonna be happy with how you were mean to me. Hmm. Birder. Also, Vegeta points out to Goku that Frieza could still beat him. Uh, which, Vegeta's the only one who's really gathered how actually strong Goku is by now. Mm-hmm. So I feel like he would be the one who would know this. As well as he's like, they've got the seven Dragon Balls, so he's going to be fucking immortal anyway. Which is when Krillin is like, 
Yeah, this guy hasn't turned dark yet. Don't think they know what? how to turn him on. If Vegeta's like, there's a password? What? There's a dragon? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Also, You're telling me yeah, dragons like, come out of these balls? You're telling me shrimp fried these rice? <laughs> Extreme. It is the <laughs> It's very similar, but it is funny because, yeah, nobody ever told Vegeta or anybody how, that, like, a dragon comes out. So Vegeta being like, what? And, then, like, and I love Who's the this yeah, Vegeta's yeah. having all this in the background and is just being totally ignored while Goku, Krillin, and Gohan <laughs> huddle up to talk about this and what they're going to do Dude, next. Vegeta's such it's a also, It's also weird that Krillin knows there's a password when there's definitely not a password for Shenron. Well, I feel like it's come forth Shenron. Yeah, you, you have to do like Awaken Almighty Shenron or like come forth Shenron. There is a password. You cannot just say nothing. Right? I think so. I guess. I mean, you have to say something, but I don't think that counts as a password is, hey, dragon, come out. Yeah, but it, it is, but it is well, a technically password. a password is anything that you have to say in order to get in. That doesn't mean it has to be good or Okay, secret. sure, but pressing the any key is not a password. Technically, it, it if you don't be. know what the any key is, it sure as fuck is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which is really what it is, is because I'm sure in Namekian, the password is like, come forth, Purunga. <laughs> but it's in Namekian. <laughs> so if you don't know, it's like, hey, if you're asking me to like, hey, what's up? Or come over here, Vlad, in Russian, and I don't know Russian. <laughs> they might as well be telling me that it's an esoteric, like, hard to understand concept. I guess that's fair. Yeah. Like how the elvish word for friend opened the door to Moria. <laughs> that's true. It is just saying friend. Yeah. <laughs> So that's like a wider point about how the world has become more how the world uh, has moved on and, please we'll use the Stephen King terminology the world has moved on mm -hmm. thank you Thomas if you weren't going to raise the point I was because I'm also a fucking nerd yeah no it's like they have a whole scene that's they have a whole dialogue a that point points out on the how the world it. it's a good one <laughs> Me in the background. All related to Stephen like the King elves books. And the dwarves used to trust each other, and now they don't trust each other, and nobody trusts anyone. It's like the point of how it's like the idea of just saying the word friend in Elvish was so alien to all of them. But you know what's actually alien? Drawing your Balrog with wings. All right, now that we've yeah, talked that comment, sorry, let's yeah, move I was on gonna quick. say, yeah, let's just. I'm gonna let the audience yell at each other about the Balrog. And here comes Captain Ginyu and Jace. Yeah, yeah, which Captain Ginyu is just like, there's no fucking way anybody's stronger than our men. Like he's on all the copium. So that's what uh, those three disappearing power levels were. Yeah. Shit. But I do love that. That he's like. Uh, they're like we should get Jace is like we should get Frieza and get absolutely him to do it. fucking not <laughs> absolutely fucking not he will kill us he kills everybody for so much less <laughs> <laughs> which I love that this is like again another point of how the way Frieza runs his army is fucking like completely flawed because it just means Frieza's only going to hear about problems when they are the most massive problems mm -hmm. also like, like no the Ginyu's also, the Ginyus are, like, specifically his cleaners. Yeah. And, like, they can't even go to him with a problem. The, yeah, even they will get fucking just disintegrated if they go to Frieza and admit they fucked up. Um, I also love that we'd still get a drum roll, because Ginyu's like, you know what? I'm gonna come. I'm gonna take care of it. Let's go, Chase. They still stop to do poses, but they realize <laughs> that it's all fucking wrong when there's only two of them. It's so all those good. hours in front of the mirror wasted. 
Yeah, because they both do the poses, and they're both like the outer edges of the full pose, so it's just them standing in kind of like a pillar six feet away from each other. And like the entire Frieza force is like surrounding them, watching, and just starts like awkwardly, politely clapping for them. It's very good. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so now they're going to fucking fly off and go fight them. <laughs> now they're going to go do the punching part of this <laughs> show we'd love to watch. Yeah. Cuts a Bulma just being like, Goku isn't here yet. He hasn't come to say hi to me, <laughs> which is so sad. I do like that the, the Bulma pining subplot that happens here, because we'll encounter Bulma again. I'm just to get it out of the way now. We don't need to go yeah, this order all the time. Um, Filler, baby. Yeah, is is the Bulma like looking off wistfully after being rescued by the, the crew when they need to get a Dragon Raider? It's all worthless crap we can skip, pretty much. It's all boring. It, it really sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, unless unless Thomas feels completely differently than I like to hear. Not it. really. Okay, yeah, it sucks. Is Goku looking back, going, "Man, Goku's become quite the big guy." I must. <laughs> I, maybe I missed out on that. Hmm? And I'm like, "This is weird." The vibes are Goku vibe check <laughs> vibes the air are right now. <laughs> <laughs> She's literally thinking of robbing that cradle. I'm just saying, bro. Like, you knew it when he yeah. was 12. It's okay to be like, and I'm not, you know? No, not um, into that. Not into nope. that. No, I, sir. I, I didn't really think about fucking him when he was 12. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's okay. You did You did what miss it friend. because Goku literally came back and got married the next day. I, you could have missed it, yeah, you, but like, you really couldn't have. Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, there was nothing to miss. Yeah, you literally were... Per- Oh, but you're perfect. Get out of there. Get out of this mindset. Yeah. You're gonna set you fall into the man like Vegeta's arms. You've you've got a wonderful corpse of a boyfriend waiting for you back on Earth. Yeah, yeah but she doesn't even like say like I know I'm kind of dating Yamcha. I think it's <laughs> yeah, but really he's of, dead. Maybe. So does that really count anymore? And they were like on the rocks before he was dead. Another they've been on the rocks since they got together. Yeah, they've well they've had some good moments. <laughs> But uh, anyway. Yeah, so On the Rocks. Yeah, for real. <laughs> That's true. I've heard someone but describe On the Rocks, and it's so much worse every time someone says, hey, relationships on the rocks. You're like, what do you mean? And it's like, oh, you know, she, like, verbally harasses me once a week and, like, calls me worthless and says I should have killed myself. That's not On the Rocks, man. That's, like, over. That's just abuse. That's just abuse. I never hear someone go, like, On the Rocks and describes, like, a genuinely, like, oh, I don't really know. It's, like, On the Rocks usually just means it's fucked. And, like, to be fair, <laughs> when Bulma was, like... Be like, I'm done with Yamcha. It was like he didn't show up anymore. <laughs> to like anything. That's true. <laughs> I'm like, that's not on the rocks, Bulma. That's an ended relationship, is what you described. Yeah, that's done. <laughs> yeah, you know, like <laughs> on the rocks isn't. Uh, no one ever. If anyone, if you start describing your relationship as on the rocks, something has horribly happened, or you are seeing an event, and you better tell it to someone to get some advice right away <laughs> because it's going to proceed yeah. a horrible event. <laughs> <laughs> things before disaster yeah. <laughs> on the rocks <laughs> by the way here's yeah. jason <laughs> captain ginyu who their relationship no, is not on the rocks no, but their relationship solid. with frieza is yeah i do yeah. like before they pop in we get back to like uh, goku and vegeta and co and vegeta's still angling to make the for them to make him immortal oh my god it's so yeah. good <laughs> he's trying so hard to convince them that that's their best move but now that goku's here that argument is yeah completely gone. <laughs> well first of all you make me immortal then we can totally defeat frieza guys go- look dude goku's here no your ship has sailed yeah, it's literally just making sure he knows, like, hey, the only reason we were gonna do this is because the, it was there was no other option, and we thought we were gonna die, but we managed to hold out. 
until Goku got here, so <laughs> now we don't need this. Um, but what I do love is when Ginyu and Jace arrive, Ginyu, you know, checks Goku's power level, sees it's 5,000. Jace is like, yeah, he's a weakling. How'd he do it? And Ginyu immediately clocks what Goku's been doing, which to me is a great <laughs> indicator without, you know, seeing Ginyu charge up his key or fight somebody of how much how much more proficient and how much stronger Ginyu is than his men. Yeah, Gin- Ginyu knows his shit, and that's why he's the leader. Yeah, he's not going to fall for the power levels thing that every other villain up to now has fallen, like, prey to in some regard. It's not called the fucking Jace Force. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, Goku, it, and Goku can also feel that, like, Ginyu's strong as fuck. Mm-hmm. So he's just like, I get this. I'm going to pause the recording real quick and not actually pause the recording, just pause this conversation. To say, just get a quick shout out to my fiance for getting me a soda because I'm so fucking tired. <laughs> she just got back from work. <laughs> quick shout out to the people you love, you know. Um, just going to throw that out there for sweet. all the people as I'm sitting in my underwear you, with my, you with love my to AC hear being this. off. And I'm just fucking dying in this computer room. <laughs> love to get a Coke. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's true love right there that is i was trying to say try to say talk to her for just a second but she's in the restroom so fuck her all right back to it um <laughs> back to the real important shit dragon ball z god oh. <laughs> yeah <laughs> but yeah back to this um yeah so they're squaring up obviously they're gonna be fighting I, I what mean, yeah, that's a, no I don't, know, I don't know how to segue back into this uh, but they sort of divide and conquer here. It's like Goku's like, all right, Vegeta, you're with me. You're going to fight Jace while I fight Ginyu. Oh, actually, hold uh, up. Sorry. I have a point. Did what? you clock what Ginyu says when he's guesstimating Goku's power level? So it's like 60K, right? Yeah, 60K. Saiyans usually don't get up that high. He's probably a naturally gifted fighter who had his abilities amplified by some mutation like us. Yeah, I love it. Mm. Does nobody well, else in the galaxy train? No, I, I don't it think people do. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna skip ahead in the continuity of Dragon Ball by a lot to Super to point out that Frieza. It's a big deal in <laughs> Resurrection F that Frieza's like. I guess I'll have to train. <laughs> like, does it? This concept is so foreign to him. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I know also want- Frieza unlocks a new form by just, like, training for half a year. No, not even. It's more like two months. Like, three God. Months? Yeah, like three months, right? Yeah, two, oh, it's three, three months. months? I thought it was six. No. But, no. like, is Earth literally the only place in the galaxy where, like, practicing exists? So what What I think is this. Yes. I think it's, like, twofold problem, right? I think they do train. They're ripped as fuck. They obviously train a little bit. I think Goku has done a, like, no one has thought, I don't think anyone, everyone's like, you're kind of, like, naturally as strong as you get, you can do a little training here and there, and it's kind of, like, off to the the soldiering front for you, where you just go and soldier. You don't really actually train, you just soldier. You know, you're kind of naturally strong, you're not really being pressed for anything. You may get slightly stronger here and there, but it's like, whatever. Goku then went to 100 times gravity and killed himself, like, four times. Um... I don't think anyone's just doing that, you know. Like I don't, I don't think even anyone okay. on Earth was doing that before Goku. Like Goku is the first person probably to really get a 100 times gravity chamber to train in. That's what I think is the big <laughs> difference right now. 
Gotcha. Okay. The most technologically so advanced race we have seen now is the Frieza Force, and they don't come with a naturally 100 times gravity chamber built in. Button. They may do like yeah. light training or like or some form of training. Like there's there's no doubt in my mind they do something like practicing or whatever. But there is no one out there like pushing as hard as Goku does when he trains. Even Vegeta. Well, then that's how he gets his Super Saiyan shit. Well, in the the filler stuff, they don't actually show it in the I think in the anime at all, right? He just kind of gets it. No, um, but like no, he like had to go like fight asteroids in right? space and was like sh- killing them till he got it. Like at some point, I just don't think mm. anyone does shit like that. And then the people who do end up doing shit like that, like no one else really does. And then eventually, we get to the people who are like naturally strong. No one just really trains. It's like it's really just the the Earth Go- Goku gang that trains. No one else really is. Everyone is naturally gifted strong most of the time who they fight. And then when it comes to their ultimate enemy, it is Jiren, who does trade. <laughs> that is, <laughs> that is becomes the ultimate god of another universe. Is Jiren who trains a lot? <laughs> <laughs> He's the first you one. No fair. Yeah, he put but in it's the holding up the dark it's mirror to go train. Mm. And they're fucked up strong. They're fucked up strong. <laughs> one literally, they literally mirror Goku and Vegeta. One becomes a god of destruction, and one finds his own fighting way that makes him incredibly powerful. They're just, it's true. And it's, they're just the two people who train. Like, Frieza <laughs> is the most powerful people because he trained for a couple of months. I'm just, I don't think they do. I don't think they train like Goku and Vegeta do. That's, like, the real answer. No. And I agree, because I think it is born of that same idea. Like, your power level is your power level, and you can't drastically change it. You can probably mm-hmm. bump it up a few thousand. And if you're really genetically fucked up, you can probably bump it up 10k or whatever. But really? Past that, who knows? Like, we never we never put mm. someone under that much incredible pressure they died. <laughs> it's Goku who has gone through, like, <laughs> a life journey that can, like, get through it. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Also, I love, yeah, right before this fight starts. Goku's taking the red pill. He believes in hard work and dedication. (laughs) You were holding that in. I, I, like, it popped (laughs) in my brain. You started talking. I'm like, I'm going to cut him off. I'm sorry. But it just, it (laughs) aired in there and lodged like a fucking jackhammer hit my head and goes, go, go, go. Go, go, go. We have to do this now. (laughs) Um,. But yeah, uh, Goku and Vegeta are squaring up. Gohan and Krillin have left to go to Guru. Uh, to get the password or whatever. Um, but right before the fight can start, Vegeta just fucking runs off. And he's going <laughs> to go get the Dragon Balls for himself and torture the password out of Krillin and Gohan. It's a good move. A classic. Honestly, good plan. Move. Unfortunately for him, Krillin and Gohan sure as shit don't, don't know the know password. The password. <laughs> yeah. But I do, yeah, I love this as a character moment of being like, Vegeta's not on their side. No. And we mm-hmm. kind of knew this, but they're not going to, like, make this easy. It's as not, like, soon as t- they said, no, we're not making you immortal, that was when he switched sides back to his own side. Yeah, which I like it. Like, I was like, this worked really well for me, this moment does. Mm-hmm. It's like, and Goku, it shows a fault of Goku where he's, like, trusting. Like, he's like, well, we're in this together, right? So Vegeta will at least work with me for a little while longer. No. <laughs> the second Vegeta sees an opportunity that will be better for him, he's taking it, no matter who he damns in the process. And I like I, I just I really like it. <laughs> like I knew this was coming and I still just really like this moment. 
Um, and then Goku and Ginyu start fighting. I will say this. This is the worst fight scene on Planet Namek so far. I think this one's bad. What, Goku versus Ginyu? Ginyu? Yeah. I think it really goes back to old DB ways of being very cartoony in a way I'm just less into. Um, oh, I fucking love there this. There are some like I'm good so moments shocked. I like, and there are moments where I'm like way less into it. I also don't like the random like... It, it, it's sometimes like the cut to like black when an impact's happening for like a split second. Do you did you guys see that? It'll be like right before Ginyu's gonna punch go kick Goku and they didn't do like a, notice they do that. like a he does, I will take he does like the whirl around a tree moment, which I think is bad in its own way because they slow it down I so thought that much. Was funny. Yeah, I, I think this is very cartoony. It's like the, it's like a fun cartoony yeah. fight. It's no, I don't get it. Like I enjoyed fight. this, but I get where Chase is coming from, where it's very much just like both characters are fucking around. Yeah, it feels like a fight. I guess I like fight. The high highs of it, like I really love the shot of like Goku treading water. Yes, I was gonna be like, that's the like, coolest shit. Right when it gets to that moment, skip like when did when Ginyu, Ginyu does a tornado under the ground at one point. Yeah, he does a tornado and kicks Goku into the water right before the cool shot. Uh, uh, Thomas is talking about um, mm-hmm. that moment. I'm like, it like it's such a weird moment. Where it's like Ginyu does a literal spin Tasmanian devil attack. Um, and then Goku just like a sick spread across water and like his energy shoots out and the water explodes around him like a, like almost like a lotus flower of like the pure bone and then boom they hit each other and the, the ground explodes like it works it's all good and then they lose it right when Ginyu kicks Goku or punches Goku in the face they both lay on the ground with like their legs hit the ground and they don't like you know pressure their legs to move downward like to follow the momentum they just hit the ground like two lead balls and their feet don't move and they're Ugh! You know, like it's just I don't know. There's some like builds from like it feels okay. cheaper. It feels less like um it feels like less like it has that flow of Raccoon and Vegeta punching each other where they're like it feels like their bodies move and their auras move. It just feels like two solid bricks sliding across the screen sometimes. There are those high high mm. moments of like visual splinter, but the fight itself I'm like, eh, it's, eh man, you know. It's fine. Fair enough, I guess. Um it's one of those parts where I'm like, ah oh, fuck. They need to like this is like not it. I know I know what I know what brain Toriyama was working on. Like you see the Vegeta Raccoon fight, you're like this is the DBZ brain. This is like where it is, you know, like this is what it's gonna be all uh. become. And then finding Ginyu, you're like, this is more DB brain Toriyama coming out. Like he hasn't synthesized it yet, he hasn't found it. He'll eventually find the perfect synthesis of this, which is the Boo fights. Um, where he gets it. He gets the perfect meld of it. Um, not every single one, but the, uh, especially the ending one, the last one there, one everyone loves, is a perfect synthesis of this, uh, idea. But right now, I'm like, it just doesn't feel right with a Ginyu, I guess. I guess This so, Ginyu yeah. looks like a giant footballer, so he doesn't really look, and all those moves are football-powered. <laughs> um, uh, and so it, it isn't there all the way yet. But it, there's, like, some moments from, like, it's pretty good, but, like, other moments from, like, this just feels less fluid. There's no fluidity to the animation, so it just feels rigid looking at it. Mm-hmm. That's my that's my biggest problem. Mm. So then, where do you land on Goku copying Ginyu's pose? Middle it's, fight, it's middle extremely fight. powerful. It is. Yeah, like I'm against like this. And Ginyu's like, no, 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 move your foot, move your foot, yeah. turn that. Right, there you go. And Goku's like, all right, this is fucking dumb. And Ginyu's like, what the fuck? What? <laughs> this is a flawless sense of showmanship, sir. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like if all five start pausing and doing a joke. It is the mm-hmm. jokes in the battle without the like fluidity of the battle happening. It just makes like a rigid. It's like a rigid joke where you're like, oh okay, like I could, 
see falling rip, but like when Boo moves, that's why I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring it up a lot. So I like do like how Boo actually interacts. Like he'll get punched in a way that's like head flies back like a cartoon, and then it comes back and hits you in the head. And like that's fun to watch. Like it's visually interesting. Yeah. But where like Ginyu does a Tasmanian devil. It doesn't really feel like anything, and like he's just standing still, and Goku just like walks into it and then flies backwards. You're like, oh, okay. Like I'm watching, I'm, I'm watching a multiverses battle in fucking Twitch stream. Like I'm not as into this actually. <laughs> um, where then like, but when they stop and pause, and Goku's like, "Is this the pose you want?" And they like switch feet and move around. You're like, this is just funny. It's a good comedy bit. Mm-hmm. Mm. But um, anyway. We do get, like, near the end of this exchange, Jace tries to step in and help Ginyu. Yeah. And he does. Like, he hits Goku with a blast, and Ginyu gets Goku into a headlock. And then Ginyu just lets him go, and it's like, Jace, I didn't ask for your fucking help. (laughs) How dare you? Also, Goku, you're holding back. I want to fight you at your strongest. And that's when Goku's like, all right, and then Kaioken's. It's... It's a good moment. It's a good moment. I like this moment because it, like, this will, like, ultimately feed into Goku's bad decision-making skills. But it's a good moment to be like, is Ginyu all that bad? It totally makes sense why Goku's going to make the movie does and fucks up in the way he does. That's going to, like, cause a problem. Because, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. Goku does, is, like, this eventual plan to, like, well, I can't think Ginyu's a bad guy. I could beat him. He's, like, eventually going to go, like, I can beat him. Pretty easily. I'm fucking mm-hmm. Goku. I'm so strong right now. He'll even say, like, I'm this the strongest. Even, this isn't even my final what form. What does Goku say? But he's like, this is the strongest I can ever be. Is like what Goku, I think, even says about himself. He's like. Yeah, at one point he says, I'm pretty much as strong as a person can be. Yeah, which I is, think is like extremely Yeah, funny. Something, like, something like that line. Um, and, um, I, like, it's so good to be like, I can see why Goku would be like, okay, I can begin you. I can, like, destroy you. I'm so powerful. I'm, like, can, can break the barrier now. The bear, everyone is like, fuck, he might actually be the Super Saiyan. Because he the can get legendary so strong, Super Saiyan. Right? Um, and he's like, I will let you go. And that's when he like makes his like fatal mistake against uh, Ginyu. But it's the, all this stuff adds up real nicely. Where for Ginyu, it's obviously all about pride. It's not about being nice. Like, oh, it wasn't fair. He goes, no, get the fuck out of here, Jace. I can beat him. I don't need mm-hmm. your dumbass help. It's not like a kindness. It's a prideful thing. It's a sin. Yeah, yeah um, it's like, I can beat him because I am the best, not I can beat him because I believe in myself. Yeah. Also, I like when Goku's powering up Kaioken, y- little yellow, like, flashes appear around him, like, yellow aura starts appearing around him as well, like, in little spurts, Ooh, and it's not super just pure red. I think it's a good, mm. I don't know, I have no idea if that's, like, intentional, and maybe this has been out for a while, probably Super Saiyan's, like, somewhat coming around by now, but it's definitely, like yellow aura is appearing in pretty large quantity around him where it's like it's like it's like yeah, Goku it's is approaching the the fucking Super Saiyan limit. <laughs> He's there. He just needs a little emotional push is like what it feels like it's saying. Like a little more. And one more Zenkai boost. <laughs> one Zenkai boost, one body change, one emotional disturbance. And he's he's there, <laughs> baby. And that's what I'm always looking for now. <laughs> Someone training oh, yeah. me. All right, bud, you need one more time near death. You need one emotional problem. <laughs> you need one good. Just going down the checklist. Yeah, yeah. You need one body yeah. swap, and you're good, baby. 
Well, first you got to train at a hundred times gravity. Yeah. Then all those things have to happen. <laughs> I got myself a checklist titled "Trauma," and I'm just going down yeah. the list. Which this is this is the end of episode thirty-two into thirty-three now, which we see Goku hits a hundred and eighty thousand. Yeah, with so the Kaioken good. boost. I do. Can use like what? Oh, you'll probably clock in and like. 80,000 or whatever, and then Goku just keeps going, and go, and Ginyu's just progressively shitting himself harder and harder as the number just keeps climbing. Yeah. for It's like solidly the first, like, minute and a half of this episode. Hmm. But, uh, it is very much like, yeah, that happens, and Ginyu brings up the legend of the Super Saiyan. I cannot believe this is information that Frieza just lets be out in the open. To be fair... The only person who brought up the Super Saiyan in the Frieza Force so far, like the only people, have been Vegeta and Ginyu. So if there's anybody that was in the inner circle of Vegeta or Frieza that would hear this, it would probably be the Ginyu Force and like, I don't know, maybe Dodoria and Zarbon. That's fair. Yeah, at least that's I don't my know. take. Vegeta Frieza still just strikes me as the person that, if he, like, since this is the one thing he's like scared of, he seems like the kind of guy that if you find that information out, he will just beat that information out of your brain. Yeah, if he knows that you know that there is something that he is afraid of, he is like, I cannot look weak in front of anyone. Mm-hmm. I also like he collects out one hundred eighty thousand. They're freaking out, and then Goku goes, "This is a fraction of my power I can put out in a small burst." So Goku can crank it even higher, is what he's saying. He's like, mm. this is yeah. this is Kaioken. You haven't seen a times... You've seen him do the times You haven't four. seen me do a times ten. <laughs> you haven't seen me go up. <laughs> <laughs> like, is this a me imagining him just going, this is just Kaioken? Like, we're at Kaioken, Goku. He didn't say times two or three or whatever. So I'm going to imagine... Yeah, this is base. This is just base Kaioken. He is ridiculous. He is powerful now. Yeah. Goku is a force to be reckoned with. I also love, I just love the red aura. I really do like red Goku. I'm no, excited for Super Saiyan God mm-hmm. to see that again. Super Saiyan God is a nice looking form that doesn't get used much. And then it doesn't get used again, baby, outside of very specific circumstances. In Dragon Ball, whatever yeah. the gotcha game is, where that's still the latest form of Shallot. Uh, the Dragon Ball Super manga uses Super Saiyan God a lot more than the Dragon Ball Super anime does. Uh, which is, like, a weird difference between the two. Hmm. Um, they give Blue a lot more, like, drawbacks. Right. Yeah, which they then, yeah, which means they use God more to compensate. Which, yeah, it does add some more weight to Blue. Um, but anyway. This is a good moment. Goku. Because, I, oh, yeah, sorry, go- yeah, I love Ginyu freaking out and having, like, seeing the cosmos crashing around him as, like, that's the visual screen and freaking out. Mm. Then instantly gets brought back to Earth when Goku goes, I'll let you go. Because yeah, like, everyone's what? like, oh. he can't be a Super Saiyan. Yeah, mm. he's too merciful. Yeah, he which even then killing everyone. Yeah, which Ginyu says he isn't fully transformed into a Super Saiyan, which I'm like... Weirdly on the money here. <laughs> yeah, it's not all the way there yet. Because yeah. I think at this point, they think the Super Saiyan just is. Like, they don't think of it as a transformation. Yeah, like, you mm-hmm. just They think are. of it as, like, yeah, you well, are like, the legendary Super Saiyan. Touching on, like, what we said before about, like, Earth is the only people who, like, train and can fluctuate their power levels. People get stronger by transforming in the Frieza Force. Yes. Zarbon yeah. does it uh, whenever... Uh, Whenever Gohan and Krillin were fighting, I think it was Goldo, Jason Berger pointed out that, like, they, uh, 
they were powering up without transforming. He even shouted to Vegeta, you got some freaky friends there. Yeah. (laughs) It's showing that, like, transforming is how you get stronger. So this whole isn't fully transformed thing is, like, getting you internalizing. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he's not done yet. Interesting. I didn't even think about that. That's a a good observation. I I really like how incomplete everyone's information is on everything. And it feels like be like it feels nice to be like all the things you like hung out with in Dragon Ball. Those have become so unique that it becomes like did anyone really train anywhere else? But it feels nice that like that background information we have really influences how everyone thinks in the future, right? Because mm-hmm. yeah. everyone else outside of it's yeah. like no Earth is a really unique aspect. Like the training there, how the harness key is unique. Just like how Piccolo's race can regenerate. Just like how the Frieza Force has these scattered. They all everyone has like their little unique things they get to themselves. Earth is like way better unique things. We spent fucking three hundred episodes there or whatever. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so of course, but like it does feel 153. like yeah, it does feel like wow that background information actually is really useful in informing how everyone like absorbs information differently here. That's cool stuff. Yeah, that's cool stuff. Yeah, I mean that's our like interesting conflict comes from yeah the limited perspectives of each of the people walking into a situation, and we're seeing how even yeah Goku doesn't have the full picture of what he is slowly climbing towards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where like, um, everyone is like, holy Saiyan shit, Lord. he's he's right there. Like, and it's very funny to be like, he is. He is actually right there, probably. He's like a minor yeah, I mean, like you said, the like, yellow tendrils, all that stuff. Like, he's brushing up against Super Saiyan. Like, we all make fun of, like, Vegeta be like, he is. He is a Super Saiyan. We're like, Vegeta is, like, very, like, it'd be like someone saying, like, he's, he's not he wrong. made a 100, and it's like, <laughs> he made a 90. And it's like, well, you know, the guy wasn't right, but he was pretty fucking damn close. <laughs> he's to closer to right than wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Where it is funny that everyone's like, and like, only, I think it's only probably Goku knows. He, only Goku knows he's not there, but no one else can believe that Goku's not there because they, they, they can't believe it. You know, how are you that powerful without being the Super Saiyan? It's well, very Goku doesn't yeah. even know what a Super Saiyan is. Well, yeah, but Goku would know if he like transforms from powerful. Yeah. Goku does know when he becomes a Super Saiyan. It is for real. True. Goku knows when he yeah. becomes Super Saiyan. <laughs> but it is very funny that for them, everyone to be like, oh my god, he's there. Or he's right there. And yeah. Goku's like, man, you know, I'm just about as strong as I get. <laughs> and he's right on the cusp of becoming the most powerful being in the known universe. Like, yeah, right which there. I will say, I like how they handle like the build-up to Super Saiyan. Because people talk about how, like, it is executed well, just the, the build-up, the tension around the idea of what a Super Saiyan even is, let alone even if it's real, mm-hmm. that it's cool seeing this, like, legend-building, myth-building happening around Goku, and he doesn't even realize it. Yeah. Especially for a concept that was introduced this saga. Yeah, and really mostly named, like, last episode. Yeah, like, two episodes of backstory, and it's already like, oh, this got some weight to it, all right. I also think it's nice that it it is so shrouded a mystery that it could, but they keep the way they, like, red herring you the wrong ways. I mean, like, it's a great Ozuru form. It kind of looks like you get really bigger, become more monkey-like, and it is Mm -hmm. none of those fucking things. It is a yellow Mm -hmm. outline. Sure, I'll give you that. But it is <laughs> they got the but color it's not right. like a transformation as like all the other transformations. Like Zarbon becomes more monstrous, blah blah blah. All these things where people get like bigger or stronger, change like you know, Frieza will, Frieza's final transformation is the most one that looks like Super Saiyan. felt or like, but yeah, like Goku just gets spiky yellow hair. It's a oh, yeah. sick transformation. We all agree on that. But it is like I feel like they're just like, trying to throw all these little misdirections. And, like Toyama's like, I'm just gonna give him spiky yellow hair. 
Yeah. Because I'm sick of coloring and make it. Ripped. <laughs> yeah, and make him ripped as hell. He will get bigger. But no, it's true. Like and it very much follows like Toriyama is big on, you know, playing with expectations and less is more are like two mm-hmm. Toriyama design principles that really come to the forefront and are executed beautifully with Super Saiyan. Yeah. Because it is, like, you expect it to be, and you see transformation really happening for the first time with, like, Zarbon is kind of the introduction to the idea of you can have another form waiting that makes you stronger. Yeah, or the Ozaru would be, like, the most common. Like, you become monstrous. You be- yeah, or Ozaru. Yeah, 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 sorry. Right? Ozaru also does that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, like, there are no, so guess, like, never mind. simple transformation. Not that I not that come to my mind at all right now. Yeah. Which Frieza's final form does happen before Super Saiyan. Yeah. So you could almost say that's like the idea, like, because you see, you know, Frieza takes two transformations first, and each one looks more monstrous than the one before it. Like, mm-hmm. two just kind of makes him look bigger. It's bigger Frieza, alien Frieza, yeah. than svelte Frieza. Yep. Yeah, and it's like crazy to think, because it's like the first two lead you down that path of thinking he's going to get bigger and more monstrous with each transformation. So it really hits you out of left field when the fourth one comes out, and it's, like, smaller, more compact. It's barely, like, taller than his first form, and it doesn't have any horns, which a lot of his forms have horns. (laughs) It doesn't have any, like, spikes. It doesn't have any jagged edges, really, at all. No, he's an iPhone. Well, you see, that's because the true monster was inside Frieza all along. That's right. Exactly. (laughs) He's always a monster. Yeah, and he's this compact, felt, just fucking killing machine. <laughs> and that's his real form, too, as they establish... I don't know if they really establish it here. We'll see once we get into yeah. that in Kai. But it is established later on that Frieza's final form is his true... Like, that's what he was born looking like, essentially. And his first, second, and third forms are forms that he created to limit his own power. Now, was that established during, like, Z, or is that all material after the fact? That's what I'm not sure yet, like, from my memory. And mm-hmm. I'm waiting to see once we get to the point that Frieza starts transforming, if they establish that there or if that's established later. Because Dragon okay. Ball Super Broly has a line that goes out of its way to establish this. Like, Frieza calls his final form his true form. Gotcha. At one okay. point in that film. I, d- I uh, do but know. I'm not sure I, I do think... I don't know if they died on them, but yeah, it is... It is interesting that Frieza is like a backward transformation where his final form, his true form, or Super Frieza, as I think they call it sometimes, <laughs> um, for some dumb hmm. reason. Is well, that's he just, has the 100% full power. Yeah, then he goes, then he goes, his final yeah. form, Which is just his final form, but buffer, which it, I, Bad. and I'm, I know I'm not really alone in it. I'm not a big fan of 100% full power. No, that's why they never use it. That's why they literally it's all right, Goku wasn't either. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And that's why Golden Frieza happens, I guess. Yeah, which does look sick. I will be... I will... St- oh, Golden Frieza looks sick. Yeah. It is also semi-implied that Frieza was able to choose the color to some degree and chose That's hilarious. Gold. Yeah, it's so Yeah. Weird. At one point he says something, it's like, I know the color is gauche, which I think he uses the word gauche in the dub, which is perfect. <laughs> I believe like, it. Yeah, he's like, I know the color is gauche, but I needed you to know how much stronger I was. Like, basically being like, I picked the flashiest color because I <laughs> wanted you to know you were fucked. <laughs> I need you to see this coming. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's so good. But yeah. Uh, and I do love how that eventually comes around with the Super Saiyan transformation once we get there. 
Uh, meanwhile, we do get a cut over to Guru, Dende, and Nail, because Nail returns, and Guru's like, why are you, what? I told you to do something else. And he's like, I have to defend you. <laughs> so, and they feel oh, free. so apparently listening to me isn't part of your job, eh, Nail? Hmm? Yeah. <laughs> and that's what they feel that Frieza's, like, right fucking on him. So Dende gets a power boost, <laughs> not Nail. <laughs> Although I was like, I, I understand this as being like in the moment you're like, why did he give Nail the power boost? But to me, part of me is like, maybe he already has. I think Nail has a power mm-hmm. boost. Yeah, I feel like it has to be like implied that he's done the potential unleashed to Nail already because that's Nail's job is to be a fighter. He is the only person here whose express job is to fight. Yeah, he is the express job is to fight and is the best. Like, there's yeah. implied that there are a few fighters out there, and he is the only one. We also learned this time mm. because, like, Frieza is going to go fight Nail. And it's like, what is happening, right? You know, remember yeah. what Frieza says his power level is? <laughs> like, 230,000? No, he says 500,000. But you know Goku's gone to 200, like, 180k? Yeah. We now know that Frieza, first form Frieza... 500,000k. Which, we at this point, we don't know that that's a first we form. We do not know. Yes, You're first, like first form, form Frieza. Because I know his second forms. I remember how his second form is a literal doubles. It's a million K after that. Yeah. But um, we're defining. So like that is like, I love when they're like, Goku is so fucking strong, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, Frieza, I'm 500,000. You're like, okay. Shit. Yeah. Literally like, all, like four times Goku's strength. Yeah, four times <laughs> Goku's like pushed. first... Uh, Kaioken, and we know Kaioken. that if Goku is going to push that Kaioken, it only hurts him more in the end. Yeah. So it becomes a good moment Let's to be like, scroll. it's going to be a real fucking team effort to get through, get through this moment here, everyone. Yeah. It's a good moment to be like, just it's immediately not, yeah. telling us, like, oh. It can't just be Goku. Yeah, this it just a- can't be. Yeah. But, um, but we do get, yeah, Dende gets powered up specifically so he can fly faster, <laughs> more or less, like Guru said. And Guru sends him to just go tell Kill- Krillin and Gohan the password, basically, like make sure the Earthlings get their wish. They're like, they're like, it's it's up to them now. We're dead. Like that's that's yeah, he's the exact like, reasoning. Yeah, he even Nail knows that he's not gonna win this fight. It's literally like Nail and Guru are talking, and Guru's like, "You're gonna die. I'm gonna die. I need you to buy as much time as humanly possible." Which is about just like, none from or, Frieza. Yeah. Shockingly, more than you'd think, but less than you'd hope. Yeah. Um, rip to nail. Great perspective shots for this fight, though, which isn't really a fight because Freeze like, okay, I'm gonna let you hit me because whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna fight. I think Freeze goes. I'm gonna fight with my left hand or right hand. One only one hand. No, he says I'm gonna restrict myself to only my left only hand. my left hand. Stand still, and then Nail goes for an attack because he's like, whatever. This guy's being cocky, and he's like, nails at like 40k, something like that. A very weak amount of power yeah. less than yeah less than like goku or can you thought goku was yeah at. and you literally see as he goes attack you see frieza crane his neck slightly to the left so he gets a and then and i was like to get like is he just trying to get hit more and then he, nail hits him knits hits frieza side of the neck nothing happens because frieza is just so absurdly strong and frieza literally goes i craned my neck so you could hit me better incredible moment just the most it is full of i'm full of it i'm full of yeah. it. fuck you i'm full of it it's so good um, and it's even worse it's like i'm full of it and in this moment i'm very right yeah i am <laughs> I, I can see how much power you have and i know stored in my tank 500k i can tap easily you 
you're tapping at 47,000. You're just like a minuscule, minuscule amount of me. It's so good. And yeah, mm-hmm. just it is yeah, fucking jobbers him, just destroys him. Yeah, literally rips his arm off. Yeah, it's good. Uh, and like yeah, and then Nail grows it back, which Frieza's never seen this happen because they've just been fucking murdering people. Even though Frieza calls out Nail on his stall tactics. Like Nail Frieza realizes really quick what Nail is trying to do. Yeah. The big thing Frieza can't realize right here is that he actually can't torture um mm-hmm. Nail. Like Nail uh-huh. won't break is the idea here. Is like what was what Guru's hoping on and what Nail's kind of banking on right now is that I won't break mm-hmm. to that because Frieza's ripped out his arm, but it doesn't really matter because Nail can grow it back. We're now at the stalemate of like this actual fight. The actual fight has not really begun. This mental fight. We'll see how it goes from here. Um mm. but that's like a, I like that like the actual like the real fight is not going to be a physical one. Nail has lost. Knew he was going to lose. Knew it was a loss from the moment he stepped into the ring. And now it is a okay, Frieza needs the password. He's going to torture me for it and he can't kill the guru. So if the guru dies, Dragon Balls don't work no more. Yeah, which they did tell Frieza yeah. this when they were there. And now it's like So Frieza now knows that. Yeah, and now the actual mental battle has begun, which I really like that they they kind of like almost set that up naturally that it's like this isn't really the fight. And we'll see how that resolves itself. I'm I don't actually don't remember, but that is a cool like there it's a good way to show Frieza is absurdly powerful because they've been kind of building Nell up as kind of a badass. And mm. he probably kind of is. But not not in this situation anymore. He is a he's a Yamcha now. But we are gonna show that he still has utility here and he still has like strength. If like yes, physical strength, but he has another kind of strength that's going to give him an edge here. Yeah. Or at least a chance. Or at least a chance. Or at least Yeah, time. or at least a chance to fulfill his purpose, which is literally just buy enough time for the earthlings to get a wish. That's it. Yeah. That's all he's trying to do. And we're going to see, because, yeah, this is the last we see of the fight. He gets his arm ripped off, grows it back, and that's the last we see of it in these episodes, um, to my memory. Yeah, it's good. It's, like, all very, it's just clever. It's very good. It's, yeah, and, it's, yeah, and this it's, is the thing we were talking about a long time ago. It was me and you, Thomas, about um, how do we make the other characters feel powerful and useful in Dragon Ball without them just giving them powerful boosts, like giving them power boosts. These are perfect mm. ways of doing it. These are great ways of showing, yeah. like, okay, now it's up to, like, nail to, like, he will probably die in this, but here's a way to make him feel powerful, stronger than Vegeta, but just not through actual physical strength. Here's a good way of doing it. Mm. Um, as well as emphasizing, like, a shortcoming in Frieza's part that anyone who's weaker than him could outmaneuver him or defeat him in some way. Right, yeah. Here yeah. are the ways to, like, outmaneuver this physical power using mental or stalling tag and blah blah and here's a good way of doing that and like letting these characters shine because like people remember Nail people just do remember yeah. Nail from Dragon Ball Z they don't remember every character but they do remember Nail as like one of the other Namekians that's just because he does mm. cool stuff he is cool introduced coolly yeah. doesn't actually get to do a cool fight but is important in his own way and that's cool mm. but now we're back to he contributes. yeah now he contributes yeah he adds to the story in a way that is like visual is like an actual like wow, I get it. I understand why this was an important character, why he needed to be here. He's going to serve a story purpose that is, like, super fun to watch, actually. Mm-hmm. And it's just a naturally tense scene, because, yeah, now it becomes a battle of wills, where it's like, will Nail crack before Frieza just 
gets tired of it and kills him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it and um, it makes and it's real it just works so well as like him being in the mech is like, haha, Freeze like I'm gonna rip off your arms, I'm gonna try to get this information. And then he regrows it, and that's when Freeze like shit, did not see this coming. Oh. That is a <laughs> that is a unique little thing yeah. you guys can do, isn't it? And it's like a moment of like, okay, I can't actually torture him this unique way. Even though his power's mm. dropping when he does it. I guess I could keep ripping off his arm, but like that's not the most fun. <laughs> <laughs> How many? Are we After at? the third time, I'm going to get bored. <laughs> no, which is a good point too, because it adds also to the ticking clock of this scene that his power drops every, when he regenerates the arm. Like it's like, how long can Nail really keep this up? Yeah, yeah. When Vig- Frieza is very obviously overwhelmingly stronger than him. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's he's only like, playing along as a bit. Yeah. So it's just how long can he keep it up to make it just mildly entertaining to Frieza enough <laughs> that Frieza will stay here instead of going after Guru or going after, like, Dende, which he wrote off Dende entirely as, like, oh, I can just kill him with a thought later, so we'll just let him go for now, which if Frieza had just wasted Dende right there, <laughs> he would have won. Or, like, grabbed him and interrogated yeah. him or done he literally anything. Balls, but he would have won. And I think that, like, <laughs> plays into the great Dragon Ball Z style of storytelling is the great ironies of the people who are so strong. They just don't think about what the other people are doing who are literally oh, yeah. just outsmarting them. You, you, yeah, you underestimate the, the fault. <laughs> Yeah, the fault in their thought process of nobody physically weaker than me could ever raise a significant problem for me, and then getting proven that they can. Whether it be through (laughs) Goku's physical might, like, you know, his ability to power up and find a way in the most hopeless scenario, or whether it be through something like what Dende and Nail are doing, which is looking at the situation in the way that only they can, and finding the fault that the strong person just doesn't see in themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Which is, it's it's good character writing. Like, it's really good character writing. It's a strength of Dragon Ball. I mean, Dragon Ball at its good moments, and then Dragon Ball Z pretty consistently so far has had really great character writing. Yeah. Um. And yeah. Also, we get a short scene with Bulma here, which ends with that whole, like, Bulma pining for Goku thing. But I did want to point out it opens with Bulma getting harassed by a pterodactyl. Where did that come from? You know, just yeah. Where the fuck did this pterodactyl <laughs> and, there, come and that from? like T Rex weird T Rex thing from Earth is also there? And I guess life was just seeded with dinosaurs throughout the galaxy. Yeah, I mean the real answer is Toriyama loves drawing dinosaurs, so fuck. It. I mean, this is also <laughs> all filler, so. Oh, yeah. Um, but I just thought it was funny that, you know, the show started with Bulma getting attacked by a pterodactyl, and it's still going with Bulma <laughs> getting attacked by a pterodactyl. That's why her name is Bulma Pterodactyl Bait Briefs. <laughs> oh, God. And then we're back to Goku and Ginyu, which this is, you know, Ginyu's still in shell shock of how strong Goku is, but he kind of slaps it together, has gotten a plan in his head. And then does something that we don't really... I did... I mean, I knew it was coming because I've watched this before. But you wouldn't expect, which is he tosses his scouter to Jace. Mm -hmm. Is like the first sign that something is like off here. In a pure hold my beer type maneuver. Yeah. He charges up his energy and you're like, okay, he's going for like an ultimate attack that he thinks is going to like waste Goku. And that's what Goku's bracing for, thinking the same thing. 
and he doesn't attack against himself. <laughs> it's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it plays out for him. Yeah, literally Ginyu knife hands his own fucking chest open. So now he's just got this giant gaping wound. Goku's like, what the fuck are you doing? And Ginyu's <laughs> like, oh, you'll find out. And then charges up again. And um, like Goku gets kind of ensnared almost. Like there's a quick moment where Goku's like, I can't move. Or at least that's the vibe of like his body language. Mm-hmm. And Ginyu like builds up his key. There's this weird like rainbow effect. There's this like shakiness with their body, like Ginyu's body, like lots of like weird kind of distortion of his body. Yeah, like a and then shimmering. he like leans out, spread eagle, basically. <laughs> he just yells like I, I, which I'm pretty sure he does yell this, but it's like change now. Yeah, and we see like now. It's yeah, really weird. Like Goku's ghost, like his spirit behind Goku, basically. Ginyu's behind mm-hmm. him. A mouth beam comes out of Ginyu's mouth into Goku's mouth, and those spirits bad touch, fly bad touch. each other. Oh yeah, very much. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, and that's where the episode ends. I, I, I do like when he accesses the power. Goku's like, "How do you get that much power stored up in him? Like this move mm-hmm. must cause like a massive amount of spike, spike in a way that I'm like." Bro, just like use that power. Because even Goku's like, Jesus, <laughs> what if you just Christ. did this normally? <laughs> well, it might be the idea that he could only apply it all to like something like this, or that's what he's thought. Yeah. But it's also like strategy wise, because he's burning through like all of his energy. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, once this attack's done, that's not his energy anymore. Yeah. The whole point is that you burn through literally all of your reserves on this body so you can just turn around and behead your old self once the move's done. Yeah, which always raises the question for me, uh, is this, uh, this is the end of the episode, so this is the end of these three episodes, um, but it always raises the question for me is, is this Ginyu's original body that Ginyu's in when Ginyu shows believe, up, or how many Ginyu's have there I been? I believe Toriyama said multiple times, this is not the original body, so like, I'm almost, which makes almost, sense. almost positive, I believe, like, he even has, like, a rendering, a picture of what that like transformation look like it's kind of like a different guy i think he's just been transforming bodies this whole time there's many like jokes trying to mm-hmm. about this but yeah i would say like ginyu has definitely totally changed bodies like a hundred times over i mean not a hundred times but mm-hmm. he's definitely i mean this isn't even his changed final before. body yeah he will go to like a, a new body by uh frieza the frieza saga the, the golden frieza stuff he gets a new body yeah and resurrection f yeah. arc in the super anime specifically um but yeah like and it makes sense. Like, I feel like he has to have done it before in that he's so very willing to just do it. Like, as soon as he saw, like, oh, there's somebody who's stronger than my current body. All right, time to change. Like, you wouldn't be that unhesitant to change who you are if you haven't already done it several times. As well as it feeds into, like, the classic mistake that uh, Tao made. That was, like, a big part of the Tao arc, which is taking shortcuts to strength instead of you know, putting in the hard work to become stronger. Ginyu doesn't train. Ginyu just steals the next body that's stronger than his body as soon as he finds it. Yeah, I think the, mm-hmm. I think we've only known, like, bits and pieces about that form. I know, like, the one of the fucking cooler minions has been like, I've seen Ginyu's true form. Because, like, him mm. and Ginyu used to fight to be on Cooler's team. <laughs> and, like, that is, like... That oh, that's like a non movie non canon shit. Yeah, <laughs> cooler. You, know, I will say that cooler should be canon, not mecha cooler. I, 
not people mecha were cooler. <laughs> speculating. Yeah, not mecha cooler. Uh, people were speculating when they hadn't announced much about Dragon Ball Super Superhero. Because the only thing that Toriyama had said at that point was there's going to be a surprise character you're not expecting. Sell. A lot of people were thinking it was going to be cooler. Like, a lot of people were thinking, well, they just made Broly canon, so... Yeah, why not cooler? Um, but instead they just said yeah. sell again, right? And that's like what the, the turn has been. <laughs> sell Max. Sell, um, sell Max. But yeah, but yeah uh, dude, I'm curious, they still might. Max. I mean, if we've established the precedent that Toriyama will reach into those non-canon characters and create canon versions of them changing mm -hmm. whatever he needs to change about who they are to make them fit but we'll just do a canon version i wouldn't be surprised if we revisit the cooler idea if the franchise just keeps going yeah I and i think there's a way to make it work pretty easily um, they kind of more easily than most of the other movie they kind of dipped into doing the cooler but they sh they just made what was it alternate frieza and that was worse cold oh frost, frost whatever fuck you mm -hmm. fuck yeah frost. which is just this is the frieza of universe six. Yeah. this is basically <laughs> how they handled that which is, which is a worse cooler in a way fair i can agree with that because the the fun part about cooler is the sibling rivalry that 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 it brings with it naturally which is like super funny in its own way Oh, yeah. um, I mean, the thing that I liked about Frost that the manga of Super does better than the anime does is that, like, Frost as, like, a good guy, Frieza. <laughs> lied. In the anime, it's revealed that he's straight up lying and is an evil bastard and is just creating the problems that he then says the Frost Force is solving. In the, in the manga, is it different? In the manga, it's never, like, he's, he is revealed to be cheating in the tournament like that tournament like he was in the anime but it's more it, they don't he doesn't like oh and my force is the one doing all these crimes and i'm an evil bastard actually it's more like hinted at the idea that he was like i knew this was important so i i cheated but it was out of like desperation and resolve more than i am an underhanded bastard that's interesting that's at least more interesting <laughs> yeah, than the fucking uh anime one yeah, in the manga, then by the Tournament of Power, he's kind of become more bitter and becomes more like Frieza And by that tournament after his experience in the Universe 6 tournament. But I was like, I like the idea that we have like a legitimate good guy Frieza. <laughs> I, I like the idea of a legitimate good guy Frieza who like ends justify the means and becomes more bitter and more resentful uh, after encountering just people who could just wallop his actual ass. And then encountering yeah. Frieza, <laughs> realizing what tapping <laughs> who just it. encourages yeah, yeah, the most the, toxic. Like parts there is of something him. in there yeah. that's like very good writing, actually, man. Oh was... yeah, the manga does a better job with the anime. It's just like, yep, he's Frieza. That sucks. Well, I know. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, body change. But, uh, <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah, I'm probably gonna reread the super manga uh, around the time that we start. I think. I think super, I might so join years you on from that. now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I'd like because I'd love to just kind of do because that one's huge changes between the manga and anime. So, um, though the manga came later, <laughs> it's weird. It's all very weird. I've talked about that process at least th two or three times over on this podcast already of how that was mm -hmm. written. And many times outside this podcast. Yeah, so we don't need to hit it again. <laughs> no. uh, body but, change, uh, cut to credits. It's so bad. So back I've been to doing these, it's yeah. a little bit of digging, and I can't find anything definitive on if this is Ginyu's original body or not. I, it's not. Yeah. I, they've said it. I know they have. 
I don't know if the, I haven't seen where they've said it. I just feel like characterization wise, like based on how he handles this and how quick he is to break this out when he realizes. I mean, it's, almost certainly not yeah. the first time he's done this, but I can't see anything at least on the first page and a half of Google. I will I will mm. get it for you, don't worry. Which I almost find interesting to think about it in the same way we thought about Goldo as like this weak fighter who has this one ability that mm-hmm. allows him to take on opponents stronger than Just him. keep jumping up the ladder. Yeah, Ginyu sort of cultivated that. Except and it proves to me that he has a very deep, legitimate like <laughs> affection to Frieza if he didn't just do this to Frieza. <laughs> <laughs> Like he you legitimately think he think he can't? Be- believes in Frieza for some reason. If yeah, or that either that or there could be the idea that maybe he can't. <laughs> like I guess maybe there's the idea that he, there has to be. It's only within a certain ratio of power can he pull it off. But to me, it's like based on his characterization and his relationship to Frieza, and when he does this to Tagama in the anime for Super, I'm like. Maybe he just legitimately really believes in Frieza. <laughs> it could be. It could be that he's just got a, enough of a good thing going with Frieza that he doesn't want to risk it. Because you go after Frieza, you better not fuck it up. That's true. If he misses, which we see, you him get exactly miss a one body. chance. Yeah, we see him miss a body swap later in this arc. Mm-hmm. So it's like if he missed, then yeah, it's over. Yeah, there is no coming back from what Frieza would do to him. I also totally believe Ginyu is like fine being in the exact position he's in like the, like second from yeah, the top and be, like the guinea force is all he wants like he doesn't want anything bigger than that he, he gets to do his weird domination. little sideshow he just likes being part of the guinea he likes being leader of the guinea force that's fair he just loves that i mean he loves that <laughs> and i can't take that away from him and no one wants to take that away from him no it's very obvious that he loves his job no one comes up with that much choreography if they don't enjoy what they're doing <laughs> It's true. Especially that much choreography that their boss did not tell them to do, and in fact discourages. <laughs> but he gets results, damn it. Looking at the uh, Ginyu Dragon Ball fandom.com page, character races race. Ginyu's race mutant, Saiyan, formerly. Human type earthling, formerly. Namekian, Frieza's race. Majin, with a little, like, footnote next to it. Half Saiyan, half Earthling hybrid, Namekian frog, formerly, formerly. Tagama's race. I do love how many alien races are just named oh, whatever character the, they are. And the footnote leads to Xenoverse. Okay, well, fair enough. Yeah, I can I can oh, just yeah. say like I know for they've like drawn it like I think Torotaro has been like here is how he, he got his purple horn body. He like drew that. I think yeah, Toro Ta- Toyotaro's done it. I can't see anything from Toriyama. Well, Toriyama doesn't say, but I, I, yeah. I think that's like them. Is those people work together just like yeah here's oh, how yeah. it well, Toyotaro is kind of the like unofficially the one taking the the reins of that the was just him being franchise. like here's a cool little thing I drew well creatively like I would just Toriyama's show the old son things. is yeah. also involved now yeah. I know Toriyama's son has a big producing capacity on Dragon Ball Super Superhero mm. so there's the idea that Toriyama's son is also kind of taking the reins of Dragon Ball I think it's going to be like Toyotaro and Toriyama's Toriyama's son <laughs> as like a tag team yeah. going It's almost forward. like completely implied that he's as before because even Jace goes, he's gonna do it. He's gonna do it. Like, mm-hmm. it w- I know it's like, it, yeah. I don't know if we have, like, it doesn't like footnote 
inside the dictionary. Ginyu has been pretty... It is just said pretty much almost without them just going, Ginyu, you're doing the move where you transform to someone else's body like you've done before? <laughs> yes, I'm doing the uh, move yeah, where yeah, I transform. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's one of those things, at least so far, like, I don't know, We it could next episode we come back and one of them just straight up says it, but so far it's like, we're <laughs> yeah, saying it, it yeah. as much as we can without saying Jace it. Jace could be flying away and be like, how do you like your new body? You haven't seen you change one in five years. Yes, five years ago when I gained the purple horn body race, like, it'd be like okay, yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah. But like, I don't think Tori Tom, Tori Tom was going to write that. Back on the cleansing of Malky or seven. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, this is like the cleansing of Malky or seven. I'd be right back in because that implies so much about the world, how it's codified and what they've done to it. I will say, yeah, Toyotaro's <laughs> biggest contribution to some degrees, uh, I think, is that I think Toyotaro's more interested in expanding the universe than Toriyama has been. Toriyama don't give a fuck. At least in more like ways than just new power and new characters. I definitely think, yeah, Toyotaro has been like, I kind of want to just codify the world just a little bit, just just yeah. so we can work within those boundaries, and then we can expand it. To, like, let's hear the boundaries, then we can push the world to the boundaries. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm hoping, yeah, because now we have like the first Dragon Ball kind of side story. Oh my god! So I'm to so speak, excited. Dragon Ball Super superhero, and I'm hoping because this film is doing real well <laughs> so far, like economically speaking, it hasn't released in the West yet, but it's done well in Japan. Um. I'm hoping that encourages them to do more, you know, Dragon Ball stories that don't star Goku or Vegeta. Not that I don't love them, and I still want stories with them, but I'm, mm-hmm. I would love to see more side content. Let's see like what the this. B team's doing. Yeah. That they've also brought, you know, and, you know, making them stronger, or just giving them shit to do. Give them different enemies that Goku and Vegeta would just wipe, but they can fight. In the same way that, like, I, don't know, I guess the best comparison would be, like, the MCU. Thor could just walk in and fuck up the villain of a Captain America movie in seconds, but that's why he's not around when there's a Captain America solo movie. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We come up with what he's doing, which is, you know, whatever the Thor movie is. Hanging out in Australia with Daryl, I think it was. Exactly. That's what he's doing during Civil War. Um, But yeah, so like, not the MCU-ified Dragon Ball but I'm like, we can do that sort of thing where it's like, okay, Goku and Vegeta are somewhere else mm-hmm. doing something else. So now Krillin and Yamcha are going to team up and fight somebody or Tien and uh, fucking... Anyone. Yeah, Jocko. <laughs> I don't know, like no, random character nope. pairings. Now I'm back out of it. I love Jocko. <laughs> he's a dipshit. I love him. The only... But he's a kind-hearted dipshit. The only thing I'm the most disappointed by with Dragon Ball Super Superhero is bringing Cell back. I feel like knowing that, it like Honestly, it is like yeah. the most dampening of hype I have for that. Not like I'm like super dampened. I want to... F- I just really fucking want to watch a Dragon Ball movie in theaters. That sounds so sick. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> you just tell me that. I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah, dude, I will. But that's the only thing that's the only thing disappointing is it's like I'm I'm glad they brought Broly back because like Broly is like very fan beloved, very like needs to be brought into the future generation. I'm like Cell's fine where he's I don't want to ever see Cell again. Cell is like perfected where he was. You don't need to like improve upon it, and you're not going to with mm. this. You're gonna do something different with it, which is like eh, whatever. But um from like what my guesses are, I have not really spoiled myself in this movie just because I kind of want to get the first uh, interpretation for um, mm-hmm. the podcast that I'm actually going to be yeah, very, kind of- very reticent to spoil myself on it. Um, bigger, those boys like Rissell's in it and like Gohan and Piccolo get new transformation and stuff like that's to be expected. Like you couldn't tell me, you could have been like, 
oh my god, spoilers, Chase. The characters that are the main part of the series <laughs> have never gotten transformations forever. Getting some to become stronger. I'd be like, oh, what, really? What? N- next you're going to tell me they fight Cell at the end. Um, <laughs> well, have I got news for you? <laughs> hey, buddy. Um, but, like, it is um, it is nice to see them just, like, they branch out. They're, like, going to be like, we're going to go deal with that side shit. And bringing Cell back is, like, just trying to, it feels nostalgic in a way where I'm like, I'm okay just seeing Piccolo and Gohan go on a new adventure and feel new. I don't need to feel yeah. Gohan and Piccolo being nostalgic. I'm watching that right now, and it's good back there. It's actually perfectly fine back there. That you can do new shit with him, it'll be awesome. I want to see my uncle and my fucking and his nephew go off and have an adventure together. <laughs> <laughs> because that's a dynamic that's fat. It's like Master and it's like it's like having a Roshi Goku adventure. I have a Piccolo Gohan adventure. Like it works. It's perfect as that. Um. Make him, like, go retrain Gohan a little bit. Like, all that stuff works. You can just go do that. Mm-hmm. But I'm also excited to see if, like, you know, I, if, like, we get, like, some Trunks Goten action in there as well. See if any of that stuff happens. So, we'll see. I feel like a lot of the Earth's yeah. greatest warriors will pop up. And by that, I mean Goten, Trunks, Krillin, Android 18. Krillin. <laughs> like, that's my <laughs> Earth. All the actual Earth's greatest heroes are gone now but like that's the group i would imagine appearing well now it's like yeah goku vegeta and maybe broly or whatever are the universe like big big threats but now we can see like goku gohan piccolo or sorry not goku gohan piccolo yamcha tn maybe and like goten I no i don't think never TN. i never think we're gonna see yamcha tn we might see them as like side characters but i'm like i can definitely see like they can be like we're gonna mess with goten gohan Android 18, Krillin, Piccolo. That's the five. Mm-hmm. That's the core group of people I can see them ever talking about again. Because Trunks has to become an adult at some point if they're going to continue the Dragon Ball series. And people fucking love Teen Trunks. The jizz for... T- oh, yeah. The amount of vials of jizz filled up for Teen Trunks from young fanboys <laughs> is incalculable. The amount of DNA we have stored of young men. <laughs> massive. Oh. Um, oh, like this <laughs> don't like this focus. Um, Gohan's like super beloved. Goten and Trunks and Young Trunks are not beloved, but are Toriyama's favorite little guys. And Android are stuck here. and Krillin are fantastic and people love them and then someone just has to write a good story for them. That's it. Um, oh yeah. Everyone, everyone wants to give Krillin his due except for the people who write Dragon Ball. Everyone out here, even the people who made Super, are like, give Krillin his due a little bit. Make him fight Goku and kind of win. Everyone out here wants it. The the tide is swelling. The Krillin pill is being swallowed. We're all here. We're here for our short king. He proves you can get it and be three foot two. Yeah. Yeah. but that'll do it for this episode of WSP. Yeah, I've got nothing left after that. I'll be honest, the tank yeah, is dry. I just want to end on Krillin deserves more. I'm dying from heat stroke out here and just thinking about Krillin. <laughs> heat death coming. All right, thanks everybody for listening. Bye. Bye. Go.